This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Honk hogfish. Oh, no. <laughs> Emily Axford. Funk bonk again, yeah. Nope. And of course, Caldwell Tanner. Zonk for Vane. Yeehaw! Okay, he's a cowboy now. <laughs> Zonk, bonk, and honk. My actual nightmare. Bring the funk. Just a, a trio of clowns. Gonky blinders. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get away from this fucking circus, and I'll do a little recap. Zonk in the honks. I uh, hate it. Uh, let's go ahead and do a little recap. Last time, Henry narrowly escaped death at the hands of Fergus Whitlock by once again magically switching places with his shadow. During the ensuing bar brawl, Zerk and Fia noticed that the fight was being egged on by the invisible spirit that they had encountered in the meat locker. The brawl eventually ended when Fia magically compelled the fighters to chill. (laughs) (laughs) It is a word that I invented on the spot. That's true. It's... Very uncommon in Eldermore to say chill. Eldermore, on a whole, has no chill. That's true. Uh, And after uh, she compelled everybody to chill, you were able to escape. Outside, uh, you got to a safe distance and got to work researching how to rid the town of the vengeful spirit. Based on the circumstances, you deduced that the spirit was most likely a horror called a broken heart banshee, a ghost that rises 10 years after its death and seeks the hearts of its killers or those similar to its killers. Henry revealed that he was staying with someone who might know the victim, the Baron Sebastian Fenrose. 
Mm-hmm. You all went to Fenro's keep to probe him for information and hopefully swim in his pool with port wine <laughs> and shrimp scampi flowing. The Baron gave oh. you a pretty good lead on who the broken heart banshee could be, his deceased fiance, a young woman named Sadie Bellwater. The Baron's parents refused to acknowledge their engagement uh, because she was from a poor family, so the two made plans to run off together, but the Baron was caught by his father before he could get to her at the crossroads. That night, ten years ago, she was murdered by bandits. After his parents' death a few years later, the Baron moved Sadie's remains to his family crypt in the catacombs beneath Thornkirk. This enraged his father, who rose as a ghost to protect the crypt. With two rogue spirits to contend with, you headed to the catacombs at dawn and began exploring its dark passages. There, you were attacked by skeletons, but managed to lock them behind you with an iron gate, sealing yourself in the catacombs. But moving one step closer to the Fenrose family crypt and the vengeful ghosts, and that's where we are now. Mm. I tell you what, just another day for Bonk and the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see skeletons, as you say that, a skeleton just reaches through the iron gate. I put my face just just out of reach, so they keep (laughs) reaching and tucker themselves out. Oh, actually, can I try and grab one of the fingers off the skeletons? You're collecting fingers now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and give me a dexterity check. Gladly. Well, not gladly. That was a three, uh, but my dexterity is uh, three, so six. <laughs> okay, um, you get scratched by its <laughs> the shard of its very pointy bones. Uh, it claws Ooh. you. Uh, you take two damage. Okay. All right. You're not going to turn into a skeleton or nothing now, right? <laughs> I can feel it forming inside me. If you really want, I will try to collect a finger with my mage hand. Why? A book bar pipes up. Why? Is there a reason we're collecting? I don't know. Well, Dr. Z- Zark thinks it's important. So if you want a finger, I will get him a finger. Give me the finger. Everyone give okay. me the finger. <laughs> I, I uh, mage hand the middle finger of a, <laughs> of a skeleton and then flip him off. Why did you do that? I don't understand. Um, Fia, go ahead and make a spell attack for your mage hand against the skeleton. <laughs> 15. A 15 uh, hits. Uh, you successfully yes. pluck off... Um, what is it? Is it a metatarsal? Is that at the end? <laughs> I think metatarsal is feet because I, I got surgery on my metatarsal. Let's just say phalange. You grab okay. a phalange. phalange. Great. Yeah. Okay. Fia, you grab a phalange uh, as an arrow whoosh, flies through the gate. It's going to make an attack on you th- with disadvantage. <laughs> We're being punished. Um, that is only a seven to hit. Whoosh, gets through the iron gate, uh, but pinks off. You hear the skeletons, more skeletons heading down. Okay. Uh, Mr. Zerk, you can have this, but I'm going to start to run. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yep. Sweet. Thank <laughs> you yes. for phalangering. Let's all go. So you guys take off uh, through the catacombs. Um, It is pitch black except for your lanterns. Eventually, uh, the skeletons stop being as loud and as present. You stop hearing the arrows flying, and you just hear the distant banging of metal as they try unsuccessfully to get through. Mm -hmm. You see, as you travel through here, lit only by your lanterns, you eventually get to a diverging path. There's a dead end ahead of you, a stone wall covered in dirt and dust. To the left and to the right, you see more crypts in both directions, and you were told by the Baron uh, that his was to the right. 
So presumably you all head right, unless you want to go to the other way for no reason. I would uh, like to very quickly look because the Baron yeah. said something cryptic about how his house only has one rose, but others have three. It used to have three. I just want to quickly scan with my big unblinking eyes for something with three roses. Okay. As she scans, I give some eye drops to Fia. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I could do this on my own, but... <laughs> just all of you so close to each other, just clanging, burning hot lanterns as you as you wield like a crossbow in one hand, a lantern in the other hand, and you use your wrists to try to squeeze <laughs> eye drops into Fia's eyes as she reads gold placards on the sides of Crips. Mm. Uh, you see there is the, um, the axe thrower family. <laughs> you see okay. more Fletchers. You see, it seems like, um, this was a very big family. Maybe they had a family feud mm. at some point. We must find a Fletcher because they are very influential in this town. <laughs> the very, the very pointy arrow family, uh, of course, is down here at the Rusty Maces. Okay, great. This is a nothing check. I will continue. <laughs> um, but you do see, Fia, as you go to the right, this does seem to be a wing that does have Fenrose family members in it. Rose of Fenrose? Yes, there's rows of Fenrose. Um, you see, as you walk down the right corridor, several wooden doors with iron rings. There are mm. dusty gold placards for different branches of the Fenrose family here. Um, and most of them do have crests with three roses on them. Huh. And you see that as they list the family members that are there, that are in each one, it seems like the family name at one point for like the oldest son used to be Sebastian and it became Sebastian with um, the Baron Sebastian. Mm. Oh. First of his name. <laughs> but Making you do- mark. You do eventually see a crypt with a single rose. Okay. Do we think, is there a placard? Do we think that this is Sadie or is this uh, Sebastian's, uh, you see Sebastian's a, daddy? You see a long list of people from Sebastian's immediate family. And listed here, you see Sadie's name written as Sadie Bellwater, the future Lady Sadie Fenrose. Mm, that's the nice. Lady Sadie, that's really nice. <laughs> well, I guess we are to go in here then. Yeah, let's go poke around. Uh, I'm going to, as a ritual, cast Detect Magic to see if there's magic enchanting this door. You hold your hand up, magical runes appear on the door, and you see that this door is not magical, but there is a strong magical presence coming from the other side. Ghostly? It would seem so. Okay, there's a ghost on the other side of this door. Obviously, we knew this. Um, how do you want to <laughs> proceed, my friends? You know, this was expected, I suppose. Yes, so. it was. <laughs> it was definitely a situation where I was expecting a ghost. We've got a little bit of a skeleton. If we could find a lot more of a skeleton, we could pretend to be skeletons. Let's not go back to the skeletons because they were <laughs> shooting arrows at us, but I like where your head's at. Then I will I will picture the trickster um, and I will think of when she gave me a little bit of inspiration and I will cast Divine Favor, which will give Ooh. me a D4 radiant damage on my attacks. Sweet. Um, while we're preparing for anything out here, uh, I might as well whip something together. This is something I've been working on, something that... Something that Nebel was teaching me how to do. I haven't quite got the hang of it, but here goes nothing. Um, and I kind of whipped together a bunch of stuff. 
and I pour it all into a little vial, and I violently shake it together, and I now have an experimental elixir, which I can roll a d6 to determine the effect of. Sweet. Ooh. Is this more blade oil? I put it on my blade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad you didn't try to eat it this time, but uh, <laughs> just one second. Uh, it is six. Ooh, it is the alter self spell. Uh, so it can either like Ooh. give somebody gills or it can give somebody an extra D6 for an unarmed attack or you can use it to disguise yourself. Interesting. I know someone who likes to use an unarmed attack. <laughs> oh, good. I thought you were going to offer me to have gills and I'm not interested. <laughs> No, I saw you in the pool. You are already so comfortable in water. You have to give me swimming lessons. I kept sinking to the bottom. Yes, I have I have a large lung capacity. Henry, if you want to drink this, uh, I guess Fia was right. You can drink this one. Bottoms up, guys. All right. Uh, you see Henry throws back this elixir. I pat my neck to see if I got gills. Uh, and you do, you do have small gills. What the fuck? Huh, they're small. You know what? Let's get some pancake putty on those. They'll be fine. Um, (laughs) You grow uh, very tasteful gills, um, but then you're doing the unarmed attack one. Uh, Natural weapons. You You grow claws, fangs, spines, horns, or a different natural weapon of your choice. Your unarmed strikes deal 1d6 bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage as appropriate to the natural weapon you choose and you are proficient with your unarmed strikes. Finally, the natural weapon is magic, and you have plus one bonus to the, to the attack and damage rolls you make using it. Whoa, them being yeah. magic is really great for ghosts. That's much gonna be much better than a regular old uh, halberd. Amazing. Henry, Wolverine style, uh, it's very <laughs> painful. Uh, you see bones ah, grow, ah, bone claws grow out of your hands. Uh, you just hear fuck. cracking as the um, bones in your hands I'll take the gills. Uh, redirect to make room for them. I'll take the gills. Henry, I gotta be honest, I use some of that bone finger. I think this is why that's happening. I'm sorry. Uh, so Henry now has uh, Wolverine bone claws. Fuck um, yes. They are magical. Uh, and by the way, uh, so everybody at home knows, um, Everybody is level three now. Uh, They leveled up after um, last week's shenanigans. Henry, why don't, since you're all great weapon fighter and everything, why don't we treat your claws almost like a great sword? So why don't we just have you, we'll flavor it so you do your attacks kind of normal and we'll do 2d6 instead of the 1d12. And then because it's magical, we'll give you plus one, plus one to it. Nice. Okay. Who wish to lead the way? I can always lead the way. I'm not afraid, but I don't want to take it from someone else. Actually, Henry, you look the most fucked up right now. I would be scared to encounter you, so maybe you go first. Okay, yeah, yeah I could knock on this door here with my new claws. Yeah, let's go ahead and knock on the door. That seems just like a totally bonkers idea that might work out. Okay, Henry uh, raps with his bone claws against the door. <laughs> rap, tap, tap. Scratch the door like a cat. You claw the door <laughs> in this... In these catacombs full of monsters, you think the most non-threatening thing to do is to claw at a door with magical claws. <laughs> Let us in. You do hear, after you knock, you hear a voice go, Run away! This crypt has been desecrated! Is this a toilet? Did we just knock on the bathroom? Is this a <laughs> no! bathroom? <laughs> if you think this is a bathroom, go away. This cannot be desecrated anymore. Do you need help? 
Do you need us yes! to bring you more TP? I don't need more I TP. Am. It's not a bathroom. I really hate this ghost. <laughs> it's not a bathroom. Uh, we are here for Sebastian. Sebastian is alive. We're here for Sebastian's daddy. I am Sebastian's daddy. I am okay. the yeah, Baron Sebastian we're, we're, we're here to talk to you. Yes. <laughs> When you're done with your bowel movement, if I'm you could come to the door. I'm not in the bathroom. This tomb. You sound like you're taking a, a fat this, It's actually a huge room in here. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're constipated is what you're no, saying. You can't go to the bathroom. No. Fia looks at this situation and wonders if she wants a part of it, smokes a cigar and walks a little bit away. Oh, maybe give him a cigar. That would help him poop. Don't. There's a no smoking. There's no smoking in here. <laughs> Do not desecrate the tomb! What, what if we told you we could undesecrate it? You'll get rid of Sadie's bones and bring back my bones? Where'd your bones go, sir? I don't know, but they're <laughs> gone! He took my bones! <laughs> Fia makes, takes such a deep breath, it feels the cigar, it's like half ash. If we go get your bones, will you let us in? I don't know where my bones are. You can't come in unless you're a full-blooded member of the Fenros family. But are, are Sadie's bones in there with yes! you? Right. Okay, why don't we come in and take a look at them? Yeah, maybe we'll remove them if if it's if we if it seems necessary. Uh go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't have any, I don't add anything to no charisma. <laughs> so that's a 16. A 16, okay. You hear on the other side of the door, yes, I suppose that would be a good start, <laughs> is to get rid of her bones. Well, I said we were going to look at them, but yeah, maybe, okay, just let us in Definitely. and we'll take a look. <laughs> just flush before we come in, all right? Oh, it's not a bathroom. Yeah. Hit us with the courtesy flush. <laughs> it just sounds like you're taking a painful one. I whispered to both of them, he probably died on the toilet. Elvis Yeah, style. I'm really getting that vibe. That's where his bones are, for sure. <laughs> you see the door uh, creaks open a little bit. Okay, we're coming in. Are you decent? Uh, you do not hear a response. Oh, boy. All right, I go in. Sweet. Yep. Hello, we are here to take out Sadie's bones. <laughs> uh, you enter the I room. I cover my eyes in case there is something indecent happening. Um, Fia has her eyes covered, but the rest of you see um, <laughs> that you are in a large domed room. This is, this is like its own tomb that has crypts within it. Um, you see that there are statues in here of various nobles, dusty but well-preserved. There are various dusty tabards and flags with the sigil of the Fenrose family. Um, in the center of the room is a faux garden around the statue of a man. Um, there's no actual greenery in here, obviously, because it's underground, uh, but there's a small rock garden with like painted rocks and green gems. Uh, mm. And you also see dried out roses poking out from it. You see that there are three smaller crypts um, and like in the tunnels these are closed off with iron gates with levers next to them and all of the gates are closed are they labeled? you go over to the first one Zerk and you see the resting place of Sebastian the first 
and Sadie Bellwater, the future Lady Sadie Fenrose. This looks to be a placard for Sebastian's future resting place and where Sadie is. Um, you see the second one says, the resting place of Sebastian Fenrose VI and Lady Pernice Fenrose. And you see in on the third one, House Fenrose Honor Guard, the Rose's Thorn. The, can I do a history check on what the Rose's Thorn means? Nice. Uh, you, without even a history check, you would assume it's just like they're the honor guard. They like protect. This, he probably had a few of of the like honored members of his house, like the like warriors. Yeah, it's common for a nobility to be uh, yeah. buried with the people who. Can I take a look them. at um, the gyms in the rock garden? Uh, sure. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, I got an eleven. You lean down and look at the gems here and you see that there are some emeralds but it also looks like there are enchanted like cheap crystals cubic zirconia. <laughs> yeah it's the equivalent of like it's like emerald cubic zirconia like like huh. somebody had a few real emeralds they brought a bedazzler in here and brought a bedazzler in here yeah <laughs> um but as you show. lean forward and are looking at all the crystals zerk go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw oh boy oh. Uh, that's going to be a 19. A 19. Okay. You feel the spirit of the last baron try to possess you, <laughs> and you resist it. Um, and you see for a brief moment the image of this older man, um, but he's translucent. He's not that old. He's actually like maybe in his like late 50s or early 60s. Mm. Um has uh, like very like defined cheekbones and like a pointy chin um, and long hair. Uh, you see uh, him for a second. Uh, he looks kind of spooked and goes, "Oh, well, that didn't work." <laughs> <laughs> I was just admiring your very real gemstone, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, you're here now. You're grave robbers. You've come to steal. My emerald zirconia. <laughs> you can keep well, this. You said you were here for the bones. <laughs> we are here for some bones. We haven't clarified which bones we're you here did. for. You did. You said the exact bones you were here for. Yes, we did. Okay. In fact, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go down to try to find Sadie's bones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fia, you go over to the crypt that is labeled for Sebastian and Sadie um, and you see that the gate is closed and there is a lever next to it yeah I guess I'm going to ask everyone I'm going to pull this lever is this okay am I allowed to do this it seems fine let me give it the once over real quick can I look <laughs> at the can I just look at the lever see if I can yeah, deduce okay. if there's I a trap I stand out of the way uh, so Henry can look at the lever sweet go ahead and give me a perception check on the lever <laughs> yeah I've seen a lot of these things before the thing that you do is you uh, you give it a good yank and uh, that's an 18 Henry you inspect the lever and inspect like the floor around it. You look at the ceiling above you to see if it could be rigged to to do anything. Um, and it does not look like this is rigged as any kind of trap. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem like this is gonna flush the room out at all. So let's. Uh, <laughs> all right it, uh... then. For fun, I won't even use my mage hand. I'll feel this lever on my own skin. Sweet. Wow. Um, bold. Fia, you pull the lever, um, and you hear a mechanical sound from within the walls, and you see this gate goes up. 
Okay, I walked the ice sprint down the hall. Wait, no. <laughs> one step oh, at a time. Uh, is Fia going by herself or are other people going? No, I'll go too. It depends if they follow me or not. She's at a dead sprint, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, she's got the scent, sir. We are going to go get those bones as All promised. Right. I pray that this alley is not echoey, so I do not have to hear that. <laughs> oh, where are my bones? My bones. Uh, I think he shit out his bones. Trickster, steal my rage. <laughs> um, the three of you run into this dark room, um, this crypt with unlit candles sitting in cubbies along the wall, dripping wax that has solidified down the side of it. And you see four coffins in here. And along the walls, there are statues of warriors holding different weapons, a few with axes, a few with crossbows. And suddenly, you hear the iron gate closes behind you. I as, didn't do that. <laughs> and you hear the voice of Sebastian Fenrose the Sixth go, oh, I switched the placards. Feel the wrath of the Rose's Thorn. We were outsmarted by that guy. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> my my sword is still alight with uh, extra power, so I knew I was going to fight. So who outsmarted who, fucker? <laughs> I flip him off with the skeleton finger. <laughs> no, do not pray. Stop pray. Bringing bones into my crypt. Is this your bones? No. You can... Okay. I got your bones right here. I'll inspect them after you die. Um, you guys see the statues with the crossbows um, suddenly animate um, and begin firing off rounds. Um, and you hear rustling from inside one of the caskets. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. 18. Shout out to the three Cree. I got a 17. Okay, sweet. Um, at initiative 20. Feel the rose's thorn! My bones! <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> the crossbow bolts fire. I need to spend okay. a moment. <laughs> just when, when we get out of here, we tell Sebastian that we just dispatch that guy real quick and we're not tricked even once. <laughs> I don't even want to save his bones. I'm not going to save his bones. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I was going to save his bones. I'm going to find his bones. I'm going to grind them up and I'm going to sell them. <laughs> yeah, we we have to do no avenging for that guy. He's yeah, in. the uh, opposite. We revenge we gotta fight a toilet and toss his bones right in there. First crossbow bolt misses Zerk. Next one goes after Henry. Um, that is a 15 to hit Henry. That does not. Does not hit. Misses. Uh, last one goes after Fia. Crits on Fia. Uh, I think I have to take it, right? Yeah, Shield's six not damage. Um, as Fia is hit with crossbow okay. bolts. Zerk. Will my divine favor stay? It does stay. Uh, Zerk, that is your turn. Um, and you see the image of this ghost. This ghost is holding down the lever on the other side. I'm going to run over to one of the crossbows uh, and try to use uh, tinkering to aim it at the other crossbows. Okay. So we'll say that there are two crossbowmen statues on the one side and one mm. on the other side. So I'll say that you go over to one of the two uh, on the two side uh, and try to basically I'll say use proficiency plus I guess like strength to try to like muscle this thing um, as you're using like your tinkerer's tools to try to like edge it ever so slightly so it's shooting at the other crossbowmen 
My strength is zero, uh, but my, oh, fuck, that's just a seven. That a sucks. seven. You get the feeling as you're trying to like mess with this stuff, you know, you're you're competing against stone here. So it's like animated stone. You're trying to like muscle it a little bit uh, and it doesn't seem to have any give. Fia, that is your turn. Can I go to this ghost that's holding the lever down yeah. and shove my uh, sword through the, the gate to impale this ghost. It's gonna be an attack roll with disadvantage, but it's a ghost, so it does not have super high, have super high AC. Okay. This is ill-advised, but I think that there's <laughs> nothing for us in this tomb, so I'm going to do this. Wait, what? You just... I don't sprint because I'm not excited about this. Yeah. I stomp over no! and I shove my sword through my the hole in the grate, rolling with disadvantage. Give him one sharp bone. Okay. A six plus six is 12. Uh, that hits. Do you, uh, with your um, magical thing, is your attack magical now? Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, actually, I think it's magical because of, um, no matter what, I think it's magical because of uh, the scampy Zerk's oil. Thing. Oh, the scampy oil. Damn. <laughs> is that scampy? How dare you? I mean, it's garlic. That is. <laughs> How dare you? That is my family's meal. <laughs> 16 damage. Goodness. Three of which is radiant. Oh my god! Uh, you just walk up um, and just no nonsense, just stab through the grate. <laughs> uh, you see a burst of holy energy uh, as it goes through Sebastian, the ghost of Sebastian's chest. Uh, you see his form warps around it and gets a bit weaker, and he goes, "Oh no!" Uh, so he is impaled on my sword. I pull it close so that I can whisper in his ear through the grate and say, I'm going to find your bones and flush them down the toilet that you clogged. <laughs> no! And I'm going to bonus action attack oh again. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, give me another attack with disadvantage. Just stabbing this ghost through the grate. The only bones you're getting are a bonus action, my man. So that's 11, that's, but I have that's that, right. that hit. That hits. That's yes! That, that exactly hits. <laughs> Fuck yes. BFB is just jamming with magical energy, just furiously stabbing this ghost through the grate. <laughs> Wait, my bones! Who walked into a trap now? <laughs> that's another 13 Wait. damage, three of which is radiant. This is our tomb now, you idiot. Shrieks, no! Take Sadie's bones! <laughs> are you going to open this door, or am I going to keep turning you into a little piece of meat on my skewer? Um, go ahead and give me an intimidation check, Fia, with advantage. Okay. I will say in situations like I will say in situations like this where you've just shown a feat of strength, do your strength bonus instead of your charisma. Oh. Great, because I have a minus one. So I rolled a 14, but I have a minus one. However, my strength bonus will be plus three. So 17. You hear the ghost on the other side of the gate go. <laughs> okay, I give up. I yield. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on actually next to act on initiative 15 is the ghost. You see... Um, <laughs> It's going to use an object interaction to <laughs> press the gate up. You see the gate once again raises uh, and then uses full movement to uh, dash out of there. You're the only guy I ever saw yield from the other side of a metal gate. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good lesson, by the way, gang. 
Turns out you can just beat up the ghost. <laughs> I was so fucking mad at him. I had to just go after him. Oh, no, that fucking ripped. That ruled. You hear the banging inside the one casket stops, and you see the statues lower their crossbows. I'm very curious who was in that casket, but maybe we could ask the ghost. You could just go open it. I'm standing here at the door. I'm standing so that if someone tries, I've, I'm guarding the lever so you can go investigate. You want to flip that casket? I, I'll take a, I'll crack the casket. Just a oh, crack. Oh, that's better. Just a little, the tiny uh, little I'll, piece. I'll back you up. Um, okay. You crack the casket uh, and you see this looks to be some kind of skeletal warrior buried in full armor and wielding a battle axe, um, but currently deanimated. Does that armor look pretty good? Uh, it is chainmail. I'll swipe it maybe with, uh, with my claw. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, you start. Just pick it up with a really long finger. <laughs> Try not to accidentally, you know, uh, tear the chainmail with your bony claw. It is very sharp. I'll say you take some time. I really um, hope that those go away. And you take the you take the chainmail off of this corpse, um, and you hear echoing through the crypt, Crave Robbers! <laughs> <laughs> That's us. And next we're coming for your extremely real emeralds. They are real! Okay, so I guess it's a different crypt then. All right. Would someone like to go open the other crypt so I can stand here and make sure, you know, guard the lever? Can I take like a real hard look at the labels now that I know that they're fake? Yeah. Or they're swapped? Zerk, you exit this crypt and you see that the other two, one of them is labeled the resting place of Sebastian Fenrose VI uh, and Lady Pernice Fenrose, so presumably where Sebastian's bones were buried. Um, mm. And then you see the other one is labeled uh, Fenrose Honor Guard. Okay, so unless he did like a full switcheroo, they're probably in the Honor Guard one. Should we check that one next? Yeah, I don't I don't feel like he's that smart to do the triple switcheroo. <laughs> it's true. This is the guy that lost his own bones. He, can, he wouldn't be able to do the triple switch. <laughs> you hear the ghost muttering to himself in the background, a triple switcheroo? Who would have thought? <laughs> the only thing you triple switcheroo are your own damn bones, sir. <laughs> Grave robbers! <laughs> cool. Um, do you mind if I open the gate this time? Yeah, I'm standing here like making sure everyone gets out. Cool. Zerk goes yeah. up to it uh, and doesn't realize how strong Fia and Henry are until he tries to turn the gate. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. he just realizes that it's very heavy. <laughs> um, Zerk, as you pull down on the lever for that one, go ahead and give me a deck saving throw. You guys okay. from the outside see the ground give out below him. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> Hang on to the lever. Do not let go it. of the lever. I hate when he's happy. Cool. Um, that's going to be a, a 16. Uh, 16 passes. Um, Zerk, you're able to jump out of the way at the last second. Uh, but you do a Scooby-Doo into Hank's arms. Yeah. I should have inspected oh. that lever. Sorry about that. Okay, so don't trust levers. That's the, that's the lesson here. Not unless I looked at it. Zerk has just avoided the ground collapsing below him. Um, but you do see that... The gate, na the gate does not go all the way down. So there's a way you could basically like climb up out of the rubble. This was not like a finely made trap. This was just like mm. the ground collapsed. 
And so you can get in mm. through there. Fia, go ahead and give me a perception yes. check while you are by yourself. Okay. That's going to be a 10. Okay. Fia, go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. Okay. Now, because I am so still and calm, I actually do this with advantage. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have a minus one, but I rolled a 17, so 16. Um, Fia, you feel the ghost try to possess you, and you reject it, and for a brief <laughs> second, you see Sebastian outside of you. I fucking shake him like snow after you walk in from a snowstorm. (laughs) How can you grab me? I'm a ghost. (laughs) That's right. I get my fucking hand and I just like toss him against the wall. She didn't even use her mage hand. Okay, I yield again. You really shouldn't be allowed to yield more than once. I yield twice. It's three strikes. Three strike rule. I just really hate you so much. Why? <laughs> just go sit down. Well, I can't sit. I'm a ghost. I don't have any bones. And you're not going to have any bones. You Do are you want going me to kill to a chair so you can sit in it? I don't understand what, what you need from me. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> you know, it's like a chair, a toilet. Go take the painful shit you always sound like you're taking. Okay. <laughs> uh, you see this ghost disappears again. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. If it possesses me, I'm going to be very pissed. I get where Sebastian's coming from with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, somehow this dude, somehow Sebastian turned out surprisingly good for how bad it's (laughs) Imagine that guy lecturing you. The hard part is like, should I just keep going at this ghost with my sword? No, I should uh, soldier on. All right, shall we go through this second tomb? Yeah. Uh, Sweet. All right. So... With the uh, ground having given out here, um, the gate did not open, um, but now there is a path in because you can climb in from under. So you go through the rubble and you are all able to climb up into this crypt. Um, And you see that this room also has little cubbies in the walls for candles, um, but the room stretches a bit further than the others and appears to have a small corridor from which you see glowing light. Looks promising. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess there's nothing to do but to uh, walk to it. Sweet. Uh, don't run. Do not run. <laughs> I stomp. I don't run. I, I don't sprint. I stomp. Fia stomps forward. <laughs> Bookbar flapping next to her. The two of them are so loud. Each it just it sounds like somebody slamming a book every time Bookbar moves. This is why I have disadvantage yeah. on stealth. <laughs> Because I'm either stopping or sprinting. We're being very careful and slow. We're not running. Slow, deliberate plotting. You are talking your strategy out loud. Yes. At a volume that is surprising. That is how you stealth. You whisper to each other. We are being quiet. Very, very quiet. Now they're lunging. You all loudly sneak um, into the crypt. And you see a treasure trove of glowing rocks that light up the room with a spectrum of color. They are at the foot of a small altar, atop which is a coffin. The arcane-infused gems and rocks reflect off the ceiling and create uh, a rainbow. Can I, as a ritual, do identify? Uh, Sure. You touch one of these stones, and uh, you cast identify, and you see that this is a very simple enchantment that 
all it does is create color. This is like a, a toy, like a child's toy. Mm -hmm. So with your passive insight, uh, you would know that this is kind of an immature idea of what a romantic gift would be. Between the kind of Romeo and Juliet aspect of this relationship and the Baron's own arrested development, this whole situation stinks of young love, like somebody in their first relationship. Does it smell of young love for the Baron? There is a part of me that thinks that all of this uh, surrounding the Baron, everyone is lying to him, which is why I collect the kisses of all his, uh, all the people around him, because I'm like, was she really in love with him, or was she in love with someone next to him, and just pretending it was him? Hmm, well it seems like he loved her, that much is apparent. Hmm. Anyway, we gotta get these bones. Yeah, let's <laughs> get the bones. Sweet, um, <laughs> so you open the casket, um, and you see inside is a skeleton, hands wrapped around a ruby necklace. Mm. Here is how you know these types of rituals work. The components for this, the kiss of a lover and the rose water, are the banshee's weakness. By using it on her remains, you'll summon her in a weakened state. So for the broken heart banshee, that means she'll become visible and will have normal humanoid resistances instead of ghostly immunities. She'll still have some power mm. and then sort of... Ghostbusters or Pokemon style, you can weaken it and then like banish it or free it. You know what I mean? Once you've mm -hmm. injured this horror, you'll be able to send it into the afterlife. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. 
Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they have the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we do whatever. Uh, uh, get the rose water. Does your yeah. alchemical jug make rose water or... I mean, I just have rose water because I think it smells good. Mm, yeah, you're okay. not wrong. Uh, Henry, do you want to knock your claws on these bones t- to wake her up? Uh, yeah, maybe just a light a light tap. You see, Bookvar goes, what? Why? <laughs> and it worked last time. As you reach in to the casket, Henry, go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know if this... <laughs> Am I reaching into a <laughs> casket? Okay. Um... That is A6. Henry, you feel yourself possessed by the ghost of Sebastian Fenrose and lose control of your body. The rest of you guys see Henry suddenly punches through the casket and starts breaking up the bones. Um, And you see there's a sudden shriek that echoes throughout the crypt as blue and black light explodes from the like screwed up remains of the skeleton. You see an amorphous blob of necrotic energy spills from the remains um, and starts taking the form of a terrifying banshee with strings of hair that move on their own like snakes and blood red eyes. Henry, you are fully possessed, um, and you hear the banshee go, Murderers! Murderers, all of you! You have conspired with my killers! She stretches out claw-like fingers towards all of you um, that warp and dart at your chests to try to take your hearts. Uh, everybody roll initiative. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a nat one, so I have uh, a six. That's a seven. Uh, Eleven. Did we, like, do the ritual? No. Mm. Um, so you can you um, Fia you know that you can like this is gonna be like the hard way <laughs> essentially which is like uh-huh. you're gonna need to do like a component bomb you're gonna need to like take some rose water dip your hand in it and like spray her with it and then also weaken her okay so I need I have the hand with the kiss in it we need to put some rose water on this and and weaken her and give her this kiss. But since she has been risen in like a disrespectful way because of Sebastian, <laughs> um, you do see as soon as she appears, um, you see she had these like blood red eyes and everything. She quickly whoosh, disappears and is completely invisible. And you see things around the room. You see all the light of the glowing rocks whoosh, goes out. Uh, oh. It is just pitch black in here. You fully cannot see her. Henry, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's a- Maybe knocking was a bad idea. <laughs> I am possessed by Sebastian, not you. Don't you did nothing. <laughs> that is right. We will use our claws and stop you. <laughs> I hate myself, usually, and extra right now. <laughs> I don't like you so much right now, honestly. <laughs> Punch me in the gills, please. <laughs> so that is the top of the round at initiative 20. Um, I will say that this being is invisible, but it is a massive sort of amorphous 
ghost that is is creating like a wind effect. Uh, so you guys will be able to target it. It will just be with disadvantage until you're able to make it appear with the ritual. Um, mm. So at initiative 20, it's going to use its lair action to attempt to tether itself to your hearts. It makes uh, an attack roll on each of you. So first one is against Fia. 17 to hit Fia. This hits. Uh, hate that. Fia, you feel your heart skip a beat um, <gasps> as this thing clutches onto your heart. Do I know if it's a panic attack? Uh, it feels <laughs> a vaguely like a panic attack. You hear Bookfar goes, oh, no. it got me too. I know it got me. It got me. <laughs> um, it will uh, go after Zerk too. I rolled a natural 19. That's a 25 to hit Zerk. Uh, will connects, hit. Connects to Zerk as well. Last one is to Henry. Good God, I hit everyone. That's a 21 <laughs> to hit Henry. So I, I am possessed and also <laughs> have my heart gripped by the ghost. So you're like consciously and subconsciously I will manipulated. say the two ghosts fucking hate each other. So as this thing rips at you, I will say it will hurt the ghost as well. That's good. We can spin this. Okay. <laughs> so this thing has managed to tether itself to all three of your hearts. At initiative 13, it does its attacks on each of you. You each feel a rush of necrotic energy. Um, and you guys get the sense that the rooks, when they were getting like their hearts torn out, they are this horror's like favored enemy. Mm. So it's not the exact same thing that is happening to you guys, but she is attacking you guys in a similar manner, but you're not just gonna get your heart instantly yeeted out of your body. That's mm. good. But uh, let's start with Zerk here. Okay. You feel this ghost pull at your heart infecting you with its anguish. <laughs> and you have a flashback to the last time something pulled at your heartstrings. You are asleep in the back of a carriage um, when suddenly you are awoken by your mother. She wears a dusty but brightly colored patchwork cloak with a matching top hat. She puffs furiously on a pipe as you hear furious shouting from outside the carriage. And she goes, uh, up, Zerk, uh, we, we were, we're getting out of town early. Start the horses. We're getting out of town early. <laughs> we haven't finished here yet, though. There's there's still stuff oh, to distribute. Gotta, Zerk, get in the front of the fucking car. Get in front of the fucking carriage, all right? Start okay, the horses. Yep. Up. All right, let's go. Okay. Uh, maybe we can come back next season. And unlikely. Unlikely. Uh, okay. You, you see, she um, pushes you out of the carriage as she goes and sits in the back. You get up to the front of the carriage where the horses are. Um, but as you leave the safety of the carriage, you see that there is a mob with pitchforks and torches marching towards you. Um, and you hear people shouting out, there they are, burn down the carriage. Your stupid potion made me sick. Uh, and you, and you see your mother, um, pokes out and she goes, you may experience some side effects from the all cure elixir. That's just your body ridding itself of toxins. Um, and you see a rock um, is thrown and cracks into the side of the carriage. And she goes, all right, Zerky. Yeah, yeah, get the, get the fucking thing going. Oh, okay. I, uh, I try and like giddy up the, the horse or the donkey or whatever we're driving on. You hit the reins uh, and the horses start taking up a little faster. Um, and Zerk, as you see your mom, she pulls out a pipe and just starts smoking it and closes the carriage behind her. You're by yourself in front of this carriage. You see one girl running as fast as she can, trying to catch up to the carriage going, you said it would work. My father had a fever and you said it would cure him, but it didn't. He's gonna <laughs> die. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep I'm going. Sorry. Keep going, Zerk. Don't fucking get. I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll come back. Uh, Zerk, you quickly outpace her as the rocks, bottles, and torches begin to fly. And whew, back in the real world, this thing clutches at your heart, and your constitution score goes down by three. Boof. Um, what? I thought that sounded like a D4. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, she's only hitting us for four. <laughs> so your modifier goes from a two to a one. So you lose three HP and your total okay. goes down by that amount. Wow. Henry, you feel this ghost inside of you. The ghost is also going to have to do like a saving throw to not get ripped out of you essentially. Um, but Henry, you feel your heartbreak and you see you are outside the gates of a beautiful manor that sits right on a lake. There's a wonderful garden out front with flowers and statues and birds playing in a bird bath. Far off at the door of the manor, you see a woman with blonde hair and beautiful silks standing next to a man with a strong jaw and long brown hair and he's folding his arms. But there's a carriage behind you waiting for you because you're leaving today. And you see right in front of you on the other side of the fence is a young boy with dirty blonde hair he wears an impeccable doublet and looks more like a mini version of a noble than a child. Uh, and he goes, Hey, d I mean, Uncle Henry, how, how come you're leaving? Why can't, why can't you come and live with us? Uh, you know, uh, little Henry, I wish I could, but I just, I, I gotta go away just for a little while. You see, he looks down and he goes, I like that we have the same name, but mom said that I'm going to start going by my middle name because that's that's grandpa's name and that's a strong name. Uh, and you hear in the background, you hear your ex go, Edgar, Edgar, it's time to go. Say goodbye. Yeah, you know, your mom's right. Edgar's Edgar's a, a strong name, but you'll always be my Henry. You see, uh, he smiles and he goes, Okay, well, I'll see you later. You see, just yep. fully, kid just has no idea that, like, you're leaving. For, just thinks, like, yeah, tomorrow I'll see Dad, and it's normal. You flash back to the real world, and your constitution lowers by four. It sounds about right, the max. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fia, mm -hmm. <laughs> you are at the edge of a mountain town. You are a young girl, dark forest all around you. You are near a dirt road that heads west into the mountains. You are watching as a carriage pulls away, carrying your best friend. Out of the back window, you see a girl with silver hair and pointy ears is crying and waving back at you as she disappears into the hills. I wave to her. Uh, she waves and you see her. I wave. I try to smile so that she will smile also. You see she smiles back, but her eyes are just all all sadness you clutch your new spellbook to your chest and you hear it pipe up um miss why why is arena on the carriage i thought i thought we were supposed to go um because uh, i think it is safer for me to take the fall for this one so arena is going i've given her accommodation she will be okay they wanted to kill her okay you hear bookvar goes Oh, I'm, I'm sorry I got you all into trouble, miss. No, Bukvar, it's not your fault. Honestly, it's it's my fault. I, I, Irina 
will be better. She will have a good life. And I will figure out this mess here. Um, Fia, you suddenly feel a hand slap Bookvar out of your hands and then grab your wrist. Um, and you look up into the face of a man, cheekbones poking through his gaunt face, clad in all black with a silver chain around his neck with scales on each side. And he goes, You are very foolish, girl. Irina has trickster in her, and she was meant to be judged so we could cleanse her soul. Then judge mine instead. If you want someone to put on your fancy scale, put me. Irina is gone. You will not be able to find her. I tried to help you, daughter. If she will go in your place, then very well, you will go in hers. Um, and he grabs your wrist and begins pulling you towards the town. Uh, we cut back to reality. Um, Fia, you take three constitution damage. Ugh. Oh, and Henry, I'll say that because she is pulling at you with these um, ghostly tendrils, go ahead and give me another charisma save to see if she can help you get Sebastian out. Cool. Okay. Yeah, let's let this ghost do me one favor. Shout out to the two crew. Good God. Um, you are still possessed. Oof. Of course. Zerk, that is your turn. Cool. Um, can I use my action to basically do everything I can to assist Fia in performing this ritual? Like, I want to douse her hand in rose water and give her the help action for whatever she needs to do. Awesome. Yes. Cool. Wow, so you. thank you so much. <laughs> you um, pull out uh, a little bottle of rose water, douse Fia's hand so that her fist is like glowing with this holy energy as she begins to like do the ritual and Fia will be able to roll it flat now instead of with disadvantage. Cool. Um, okay. As a bonus action, can I healing word somebody? Yes. I'm at seven. Oh. Uh, do Fia. Do okay. Fia. <laughs> do Henry. <laughs> I know that the Finn Roses are Jared's family. But here, every kiss begins with K. <laughs> and I draw and I scream the word K, and K is the healing word I use. Amazing. <laughs> to, give, to give Fia more HP. Uh, and that's going to be five HP. Sweet. Thank you so much. It's the least I can do. Dump back into double digits. And that is Henry's turn. What will Sebastian have you do? <laughs> Henry is going to reach in, grab a bunch of her bones, um, mm. and use a dash action and start taking off down the hall. Someone trip me. Get these bones out of here. <laughs> trip me. That is Fia's turn. I was thinking I might use silent image and create Sebastian, like an image of him, and then put my little hand that contains his kiss right where the image's mouth would be. Sweet. Um, so Zerk runs over, douses your hand with rose water. You hold your hand out uh, and create an image of Sebastian. Then push your palm forward at the Banshee with all this energy. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make a religion check. We'll say because of, we'll say Zerk helping you makes it a flat roll. Sebastian helping you makes an advantage now. Okay, great. Um, and as I do this, um, my glowing weapon with favor goes away because they are both concentration. Mm. Uh, so DC 15 for the ritual to be successful. Yes, I got a 16! Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you see burst of 
chaotic trickster energy um, explodes from Fia's hand, and you hear the Banshee wails, um, and it reverberates across the room, um, but you see that she appears. Uh, you see her image begins to morph uh, and looks a little bit smaller. Uh, you see she is now blue. You see her hair again, locks of hair that almost look like tendrils um, and these red eyes, but she appears. That is the lair action again. She is going to try to tether to everybody. Um, she's going to try to grab everyone again. First one is against Fia, 14 to hit misses. Next one is against misses. Zerk. Woo. 20 to hit hits. Does hit. Next one mm. is against Henry. Nat 20 absolutely hits, Ooh, but it doesn't do great. any damage. So um, that's good. Actually, I'll say with a Nat 20 tether, she not only grabs Henry's heart, but you feel Sebastian pulled out of you going like, oh no, my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> see, we are on the same side. Sadie, we both hate Sebastian. Um, and you see her fingers um, have like warped and elongated uh, to be in each one of your hearts. And you see she is also frozen Sebastian um, trying to go down the hall. You just have a bunch of bones in your hands. <laughs> ah, keep the bones, partner. <laughs> we are not. We are not partners. On initiative thirteen, everyone who got hit. So just Henry and Zerk. You guys once again have flashes of terrible memories, um, and you guys are both going to take Constitution damage. Mm. Um, Henry, you take three. Jesus. And Zerk, you take three. Yeesh. So just Constant so everyone knows, nine. if you ever go down to zero, you die. Zero con. Yeah. Zero HP. You die. <laughs> no, zero, yes, yes zero, H, zero HP, you don't die. Zero con, you do. Um, oh, goodness. Zerk, that is your turn. So you guys, just so you guys know, there's no riddle to this. You guys have done the ritual to weaken her. Um, you need to weaken her further, and then you can, like, banish or free her. I look at this banshee, uh, and I say, when it comes to weakening constitutions, two can play at that game. Uh, and I pull out a flask that is full of this like sick, nasty looking liquid that is definitely at least 50% bile. Oh my God. Um, and I shake it up and I pop the cork and I cast Ray of Sickness on the Whoa. ghost. Uh, does she make a save? The target takes 2d8 poison damage and must make a constitution saving throw. Nice. Um, go ahead and do the 2d8 first. Oh, let me make a spell attack real quick. That's going to be a 21. Uh, that Ooh. super hits. And since she's a banshee, I imagine her mouth is always open. So this is going right in her mouth. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's uh, that's only seven damage okay. from uh, the poison. But then, yeah, let's see if she passes the con. Uh, sweet. Yeah. You throw this potion in her open mouth. You see there's this uh, explosion um, as puffs of green gas uh, fill her body. Uh, she makes what kind of save? Constitution saving throw. To not be poisoned. Hmm. 11 to save. Ooh, my spell save DC is 13. Great. And now what happens? Right. On a failed save, it is also poisoned until the end of your next turn. Sweet. So you all get advantage on her. Guys, I poisoned a ghost. <laughs> Did you eat bad scampi? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no such thing. Don't talk about scampi. <laughs> that is Henry's turn. Okay, uh, I know it might not seem like it, but I swear I'm not on Sebastian's side. Why I'm, do you love Sebastian? I hate that guy. <laughs> Why? 
I really do Smell hate my that. Smell my blade. I've hit him so many times. We're partners. We're not partners. We are. That said, I am going to try to punch you with my claws, and I apologize. <laughs> Sweet. You, uh, you get advantage. Because she's poised. Because she had bad scamp. <laughs> um, so that is uh, 19 to hit. Uh, super hits. 13 damage. Sweet. Uh, you guys see Henry goes up, takes like a boxer stance, uh, and then starts swinging hooks with his new claws. And you see her body morphs as Henry's claws go through it. It almost looks like it looks like claws going through smoke, uh, but it is like dispersing it. And then as a bonus action, uh, I'm going to turn around and say to my shadow, are you going to help or not? <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly see your shadow takes the form of you but with shadowy eyes like you saw before and goes, I fuck, just kind of like a bad version of you goes, I, what can I do? <laughs> Let, let's see. I'm going to action surge. Whoa. Hey. Um, okay. So I'm going to swing again at this ghost. Let's see if it hits. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Super hits. That's a nine damage. Nice. And then tell me what, I'm just going to read this. Okay. Uh, unleash incarnation. Uh, I can heighten my echo's fury. Whenever you take the attack action, you can make one additional melee attack from your echo's position. Whoa. So Sweet. That so would now mean you mean that my, yeah. So yeah. the shadow Hank is also going to make an attack. You see shadow Hank <laughs> um, has shadow claws <laughs> that come out. He goes, ah, oh. that fucking hurt. <laughs> Does, I look for the shadow gill. Does he have one? Uh, he has, yeah, he Some has uh, shadow gills. I could swim wow. under shadow water. Uh, shadow Hank, you know I you're- I love shadow water. You're not required to speak. It's my favorite Gatorade flavor. Wow, he sounds just like you. Oh, Shadow <laughs> Hank only rolled a 10. Ah, uh, Shadow Hank really shits the bed. Ah, fuck. Get Shadow Hank's gills some water. Um, messes right, we'll up big time, does not do it. Um, Fia, that is your turn. Okay, Fia is going to sheath her blade for the moment. Uh, I think she's going to look at the uh, specter and say, we are on your side, just so you know. We are trying to help you. Um, and then uh, she's going to cast a second level guiding bolt. Whoa. Woo. So I will roll with advantage. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Um, so I already rolled it on my app. Uh, that's 21 radiant damage. Fia. Holy shit. <laughs> you blast this beam of radiant energy. You see that the banshee begins to morph and wail. Uh, you see swirls of dark blue energy. Um, there's flashes of white light. You are going to make an attempt now to either banish it or free it. The sort of the knowledge of the blades that you would have from Batilda and that you would also learn from the book is that banishing something essentially just sends it away from this plane in its corrupted state. Freeing it is harder, but it like cleanses the soul and it, it, it brings them back to what they were so that they can ascend as they were. If you do it, I... if you do the ba banishment, you can roll with advantage on your religion check. If you do the freeing option, uh, you just roll it flat. I have the trickster's blessing still, and I would never, I would never banish to an unknown place so that it will sometimes harm someone in the future. I'm going to go for freeing. Great. Uh, it's once again, DC 15. 
I got a fucking 15 on the dice. Oh! Do you need me to even add anything yes. to it? Yes. yes. Woo! <laughs> Fia, describe how you free the spirit. I think that I hold my hand out with the kiss on it. I want to hold my hand out in the silent image of Sebastian and mutter a little officiation of a wed of a wedding. Henry will sit down <laughs> to bear witness. Zerk craft some rings. Do you, Sebastian, take <laughs> Sadie to be your lawfully vetted wife? Yes! <laughs> Do you, Sadie, take Sebastian to be your lawfully vetted husband? You see that the banshee takes the form of a ghost. You see this translucent woman in a simple peasant's dress. Uh, you see she wears a bright red ruby necklace. Uh, you see it's the only thing on her that is not glowing blue, but she no longer looks menacing. She just she just looks like a young woman that is like translucent and blue. As she sees like the image of Sebastian standing in front of her, she goes, Oh, um, Sebastian, a, a wedding right now? I thought maybe we'd have <laughs> a long a long engagement, travel what? for a bit. We were supposed to get out of town and maybe go to the capital and see uh, see, see the world. I object. I misread this situation. <laughs> she looks past the projection and sees all of you and is kind of... Uh, looks very confused. Looks like she maybe was not aware of what she was doing when she was the Banshee uh, and looks around and just goes, where am I? It's it's so cold here. You're in the crypt. You have been hurting people because you got hurt. Oh. One of the rooks, they hurt you. You see she nods and she goes, I was... Waiting at the crossroads for Sebastian, but the carriage that we were supposed to take came before he arrived. There was a man on it, and he was so frightening. And there was someone else too. They were both from the rooks. They got into an argument. The smaller one said that the job was to send me off on the carriage with some gold so I wouldn't come back. But the big one. Mm -hmm. The big one said, you see she morphs into the image of Fergus Whitlock holding a dagger. No, you're splitting hairs here. The real job is to make sure she don't marry the Baron's son. It don't matter either way if I keep the gold. Uh, then you see Fergus swipes the dagger uh, and you see she turns back into the ghost of Sadie Bellwater. And that's the last thing I remember. Miss Sadie. I will find this man who did this to you, and I will kill him, and he will never find his bones because I will bury each one so far from each other. Um, <laughs> Thea, you see Spritel begins to glow bright green and goes Ooh. between you and her. You see Sadie morphs into a form that is reminiscent of the Banshee with red eyes, but with a playful smile. Uh, and she goes, I still would very much like for justice to be served. If if you would do this for me, I would very much take you up on it. I will see to it. Yeah, I'm going to help her do it. Oh, yeah, we're in. I'm going to help. <laughs> I'm sorry that I tried to orchestrate a wedding for you and you saw through it, but 
Honestly, I'm sure you're better off on your own. I've met Sebastian. Maybe you can do better. <laughs> you see, she nods and she goes, I was thinking as I was waiting out there that perhaps someone who couldn't get out from under their parents' thumb might not have been worth waiting for. Yes. Could you do me one more favor? Yes, of course. Could you bury me in the regular graveyard? Absolutely. Would you like a casket? And how would you like me to ornament your grave? Uh, she goes, I'd like to be outside again. Uh, somewhere where I can see the sunset. Mm. There's a great picnic spot right outside the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I could oh, borrow yeah. a shovel from someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have any full-size shovels, but... A, tra- a trowel, then. <laughs> A grave within walking distance of a bar. How could I ask for anything more? Here, here. Um, and you see, you all have made this pact to bring justice to Fergus Whitlock. You see, oh. Spritle glows green. Hmm. And you see, oh, okay. you, you really don't a need to do that. Spritle branch come out between. Oh, there they go. You three and the banshee, mm-hmm. and she just goes, "Thank you." Yes, it will be easy, I'm sure of this. Good luck out there. If you ever need a couple winged people when you're cruising for ghost dick, <laughs> let us know. That was really such an off-putting phrase. Probably just going to ascend, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> Sadie, would you like me to do anything with this necklace? Do you have family I can bring it to? It will fetch a pretty penny. I once gave my dowry away for... Such reasons. Is it? You see, she once again turns into the banshee form and rubs her chin. I don't recall much after everything went dark, but I do recall something with the necklace. This necklace was stolen from me. I was not clutching it when I died. It was brought back to me by the smaller rook. Seb. Hmm. Hmm. There's someone named Seb. Perhaps I don't I don't know their name, but um, truthfully, I think it was maybe more for them than it was for me. I I don't have much use for this necklace. I would give it to you as a gift if you would take it. Uh, Fia holds out her neck for it to be put on. <laughs> Henry see. fumbles with the cl- with the clasp. <laughs> Book bar. Book bar. I'm, I'm you, trying. The, I'm trying. You're stabbing her, dude. You're stabbing her. It's so her. small. <laughs> Fia elegantly just waits for it to be put on her. Retract Sorry, the it's claws. these claws. The claws, yeah. <laughs> Henry and Bookvar take way too long trying to put the necklace on. Um, but eventually you do have uh, this ruby necklace. Thank you so much, Sadie. I will absolutely disperse the bones of those who wrong you. Uh, she smiles. We're going to flush those bones. Please, please flush the bones. Yeah. Would you like one last kiss from Soastian, or would you prefer one from Bukvar? <laughs> you see, uh, she looks at Bukvar and she goes, wow, a way for me to physically express my love for reading. He makes a mean cheese. And you see, she plants a kiss on Bukvar, and Bukvar goes, oh, oh my, I'm, 
I'm in I'm in love with ghosts now. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You always were book Vard. This isn't oh, your no. first ghost crash. Be honest. <laughs> and you see uh Sadie all learning so much. fades away, but you all feel bound to this pact to defeat <sighs> Fergus Whitlock. So I was kind of like really talking myself up, but Fergus is really strong and I'm really scared about how we are going to get his bones. Oh yeah, he almost yeah. killed me with his hands, so. Uh, and then you guys hear the spirit of um, <laughs> Sebastian Fenrose go, we did it everyone, she wants her Can bones Can I attack gone. him with my sword? No! <laughs> right, go ahead and make an attack. I scratch him with a claw. Okay, it's at least a dirty 20. Uh, do your damage. I rolled two ones, but that still becomes a six. Uh, (laughs) Sebastian is still hanging on. I'll say, uh, I will say he goes next. He goes next in the order after Fia. So uh, he is going to use a dash and fly off down the hall. Okay, oh, no, fine, I use my fucking bonus action. Oh, wait. Fucking... My, my echo if hasn't been unsummoned. They get an opportunity attack. Okay. If, if oh, you guys are right there. Yeah. That's a 24 to hit. Hits. <laughs> I rolled two sixes on that great sword. Uh, Shadow Henry, finish this ghost. <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. I... I'm watching the uh, the ghost run away, and I just see Shadow Henry step out from the wall, and uh, and he says, "Ah, uh, you ain't getting out of here, buddy." <laughs> That's Classic not a bad Hank. catchphrase. That is not a bad catchphrase. You're getting better. Yeah, there's only a lot of fights that we could use this in. <laughs> I like Shadow Henry. Banter. Shadow Henry slashes through Sebastian, and he goes, "No." My bones were never returned. Finally, my crypt was ready for me, but my bones. <laughs> uh, and disperses. It's kind of fucked up that now my whole life's purpose is just finding annoying fucks and making sure their bones do not find one resting place together. It's just a big part of being a blade. <laughs> Life does have a purpose, and that's the important thing. <laughs> Scattering the bones of my enemies. <laughs> there are worse jobs. Well, think of it as like weird little picnics. <laughs> uh, so you all uh, stand in this crypt, having freed the broken heart banshee Sadie Bellwater, having banished the ghost Sebastian Fenrose the Sixth, and you have a lot of plotting to do deciding how, A, you get the info out of Madam Whitlock now that you've dealt with this horror while also plotting to kill her brother. Mm. And that is where we'll end our session. What have we done? (laughs) We really need a sprite lawyer. I am, yes. Yeah, Spritle fucking sold you out. about what I have promised. Spritle, yeah. what the fuck? Sometimes just you're just being you... polite, Spritle. Not everything's a contract. <laughs> yeah, we have to go over like a cue when we're lying and when we're like yeah. comforting someone. Spritle, yeah. have you ever heard of a handshake deal? It's like, we can be a little more informal about this. Uh, we need the space to send a text afterwards and bail. Um, sweet. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, yes. Please head on over to uh, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Ooh. If you'd like Ooh, to listen to did. our after show. Um, does anybody have anything else to plug? Yeah, our pawpaw thing is still for sale. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
You can check that out over at makeship.com. I believe there are, it's less than two weeks left uh, to get your order in for yeah. uh, a plush pawpaw. So check it out. Get your own little scramble, man. Uh, we also have a uh, pawpaw lawyer version, which is available via our merch club uh, on Patreon as well. If you want That's to right. uh, upgrade to the deluxe possum experience, you can do that. <laughs> the choice is yours. <laughs> deluxe possum experience <laughs> if you try to put a blazer on a possum in real life it's not going to go well for you but we this is your only that chance experience. for a blazer yeah. on a it possum does, out, of all, try of, out of all of the wild animals possum is the one i would most be comfortable putting a blazer on that's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. and it would look the best in one it would look the best <laughs> they eat out of our cat food in the backyard and their survival instincts are terrible i'll just come outside <laughs> and they'll just look at me and i'll be like you need to run you don't know if i'm, what I'm are you doing in my dining room you crazy guy i'm one of i'm one of two humans that loves you and anyone else would have would would be mad at you right now <laughs> okay yeah so three options you can get the papa from makeship you can get the lawyer papa from patreon or you can try to get a possum to play dead and just shimmy a blazer <laughs> yeah we it. can just send you a possum yeah. from our backyard we have a lot they are, <laughs> That's they are a really brief. high patreon tier though we got we had <laughs> babies that turned into mamas that are now i are babies again we have new babies <laughs> Um, oh it's going to become a Don't problem. Don't let your babies grow up to be mamas. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter, at me at Caldy's Caldwell, at Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz's Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, are, we are, the youth of a nation. We are, we are, the youth of a nation. one of our worst sing-alongs. Yeah, you think but it was we're the worst. we've had so much It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. We need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting, of course, with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., the team of writers who penned the script for Hogfish, a movie about a man with freakish bone claws. Critics are calling it like Wolverine, but sad. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jive G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, a skeleton catering staff Fia hired for Sadie's marriage to the silent image of Sebastian. It's probably for the best the wedding didn't work out, though, because all of their food was made of dirt and spiders. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, fairy lawyers who help get unwilling humanoids out of sprite contracts. They're extremely reliable, but will charge you a fortune in gumdrops for their services. Danny P, Elena C, Mixologist Michael McD, and Balnor's boy, aka Victor T, merchants at the Rosewater Tonic Emporium, Every week, Fia comes in and uses the disguise self-spell to absolutely decimate their free sample station. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E., Fenro's honor guards who witnessed Baron Sebastian's painful death on the toilet. As punishment for not helping, the Reaper forced them to serve eternally as bathroom attendants in reverie. On the plus side, though, they get all the free mints you can eat. 
Christopher B, Daniel R, Jordan L, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Gage M, contestants on Eldermorn's newest game show, Find That Trap. Each player has 30 minutes to stumble into a crypt and trigger as many traps as possible. The winner gets 100 gold and a lifetime supply of poison dart antidotes. Skokilla, Destin C, Richard X Machina, Kelvin Noodles, Sergio Salazar, Salomon Zacharias de Sequani, and Trast the Traveler, the skilled artisans of House Jared. For centuries, they have feuded with their dreaded rivals, House K, for control of the affordable jewelry market. Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, Ryan, and Jack L the blade otters from which all blade oil is excreted. A rare breed, but a surprisingly peaceful one. Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS. Papa Sebastian's crew of ghost buds that haunts the crypts with eerie warbles, but all shit warbles each other whenever one of them isn't there. Huh, how about that? Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G. Bone Claw. Glove makers. Instead of fingerless gloves, they make knuckleless gloves. Chic and terrifying. Mateo C., Eric B., Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, and John H. N. A bunch of deal breaking sprites. That's right, you've met the cute deal making sprites, but wait till you see the fanged, tusked deal breakers. Dan, Nikki W., Grace G., Drew Nasty, and Cece Lulu, the wedding planners who set up Blackthorn Hall for an elaborate reception for the Lady Sadie and Sebastian. Well, I hope they get their deposit back. Jay, Barnesinator, Douglas A, Michelle O, and Luke H, a single and ready-to-mingle club for ghosts called Dead and Ready to Bed. Hey, there was a way crasser rhyme that we could have used, but we didn't. Ritterin, Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S. and Kevin M., a competitive food-eating team who just won Thornkirk's Shrimp Off and will spend the rest of the year exclusively referred to as the Scampions. Austin C., Hogfish's Above Average Hog, wow, okay, New York, Stephen C., and KJ., Manicurists who Henry visited to try to get his brand new bone claws polished. They took one look at him and ran away. And... They didn't even notice the claws. Michael M, Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Nick L. Sadie's friends who all planned to bail her out on her wedding day by objecting when the time came. Now that is friendship. Karen T, Ekathor666, Polly of House Croom, happy birthday, Justin Raccoon, and Nick W. Some of the townsfolk who chased Zerk out of town throwing rocks at his carriage. They didn't have any uncured illnesses, they just love rock throwing. Robert F., Esme M., Spartagnus, Nathan, and Casimir the All-Knowing. Henry's son's new babysitters. That's right, Edgar's stepdad is so cool that he can afford five babysitters even Nathan, who charges 10 gold an hour. Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Burly T, Axel A, and Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. These are getting wacky and I love it. Shrimping captains who own their own fleet of shrimping boats and make literally all their money selling to the Baron for his endless appetite of scampi. Christian A, J Dragonborn, Jonathan O, the Sandrian, and Ben A. 
pool cleaners who are absolutely loaded because they get so much work cleaning shrimp meat out from the Barron's pool. Chlorine and shrimp. Whoo boy. Feldonis, Dave H., Catherine S., David K., and Christian S., pasta makers whose business is only doing fine because the Baron actually prefers to bargain hunt at big box stores for bulk pasta. Whew. Keith K., Brittany B., Kyle H., Emilio D., and Frankie Koala, members of the Fenrose Honor Guard. Feeling very conflicted about defending Sebastian, Frankie took a deliberately long lunch break to let him fend for himself. Aston S., Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, Porkchop, Chanel M, Argent 31, and Christian P. Gastroenterologists who are currently studying Sebastian Fenrose's inability to have a bowel movement. Okay, we're going there. They think he should maybe stop the sing-song moaning since it might be making his anus clutch too much. Oops, and we went even further. Alice, Minette F., Pat L., Lauren H., Matthew J. L., and Janina E., the Banshee's other lovers before Sebastian. Turns out she breaks a lot of hearts. Maddie Y, the eldest Barry, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, Joshua H, and Robit CRSP, skeletons whose middle fingers have all been stolen from the same Zonk style hijinks. Luckily, they can all just yell, fuck you, to get their point across. Idrassel, Big Bad Mac, Brentley C, Damar B, Micah B, and Carly Ann. Fia's running coaches. They found that the easiest way to get her to train is to put a pool on one end of the track and she just sprints right to it. Clark of the Thunderfucks. <laughs> Jorge C, Connor Savage, B Chef, and Russell H. Jewelers who sold gems to Fenstone Crypt. They are not dishonest jewelers, though. The Fen Roses specifically requested cubic zirconia because they didn't want anything too shiny. Christopher J.O., Cole H., Logan S., Leviathan, Demi, and BioQuirt7. SeaWorld trainers who are looking to capture the newly gilled Henry and put him on display. Interestingly, life locked in an aquarium would kind of be an improvement for Henry. So go right ahead. And that's it for this week. Thank y'all so much. I tell you what, y'all just tickle our hearts week after week. Bye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.